Indigo H2O is a wonderfully refreshing and tasty premium alkaline mineral water with a pH balance of 9.0. Why alkaline water? Alkaline water improves hydration and helps remove harmful toxins from the body. The presence of alkaline restores balance with acid waste, which helps improve resistance to disease. Alkaline water cleans the body's inner system, rejuvenates the skin, and helps food nutrients absorb more effectively. Do yourself a favor and purchase your Indigo H2O now at www.indigoh2o.com. Your body will thank you.
Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. There is an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. The elephant today happens to be in the bedroom. We're talking with Dr. Shelley today, and we want to know how long is long enough? How long should the orgasm last? 10 seconds, 30 seconds, maybe a minute if you're lucky. What about an hour? Try three hours. Dr. Shelley, um, three hours. Really? <laughs> Welcome back. Yes, really. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm interested, of course. Um, Get us started. I want to know how long is long enough. I was thinking just getting it was good enough, but you got a time on it, you know. And, and you know, other people may say, you know, it's not long enough, but I was just feeling lucky to get it (laughs) at all. (laughs) Right. And that's, when we look at that, that is something that most people are, it's the conventional way of having sex, the conventional way of having an orgasm. Well, if I have an orgasm or even if I get sex, I'm lucky with just that. And we're actually selling ourselves short and we're not fulfilling our full orgasmic potential. But really, we don't even know what our full orgasmic potential is, which is kind of the kicker. That's the little mm. nugget that's missing for most people, which is what makes them, you know, think it's tiring or it may be work or, oh, my gosh, I couldn't handle that. We've got a lot of things that may show up when we hear about a three-hour orgasm. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm just thinking um, just being tired or I don't know. What, what is your body going through in such a long period of time? So all, all of that, absolutely. So get us started with the conversation. I'm here ready to learn. Pen and paper is out. And go. Well, first I want to start off talking about the female body and what is really possible with the female body. I know we've mentioned and talked about how the female body can have 13 different types of orgasms. So oftentimes women are only familiar with a clitoral orgasm. So when I talk about a three-hour orgasm, they automatically think, oh, my God, that's clitoral stimulation for three hours. Typically, after 10 seconds of a clitoral orgasm, you're sort of getting a little sensitive. You're like, okay, back off. No more sensation here. I'm good. So a three-hour orgasm is not all clitoral. It's actually encompassing a lot of the other types of orgasms, be it vaginally, the G-spot, ejaculating, cervical, A-spot, P-spot. It could be anal. It could be skin. I mean, there's so many different types, including mental. 
There's so many different types of orgasms that can come into play. And it's different for every woman. Oftentimes for me, it may start off with a clitoral orgasm and it may lead to a vaginal orgasm or it may go directly to a G-spot and ejaculating orgasm. And then it may lead into more of a deeper orgasm where you stimulate the cervical, the A-spot, the P-spot. It may lead to an anal orgasm. And then from there, oftentimes... And during all of that, my body is already having the skin, the mental, the oral, and the breast orgasm if those areas are being stimulated because our skin mm-hmm. is the largest organ system. So how I actually was able to tap into this, let me give you a little background for anybody who's missed Absolutely. my story of how I tapped into this. The chiropractic approach that I was utilizing back in school opened up this energy in my body. And in other cultures, sexual energy is called kundalini, chi, chi, life force. So there's a lot of different names for it in different cultures. And thousands of years ago, sexual energy was known as the ultimate healing force. It was the fountain of youth. It was the key to longevity and even immortality. So people cherished the sexual energy, and they actually knew how to tap into it and how to channel it through their body. Well, that knowledge was lost over the years, and the way we do sex today is very conventional. It's not the way that they did it thousands of years ago. So we're not tapping into that full potential that we have possible. We're not tapping into our healing ability through sex. So that's why sex just feels like it is, sex. (laughs) So on the chiropractic table, this approach was awakening this energy in my body. Call it, at the time, you know, kundalini, tantra. There were a lot of words flying around. So I really just started studying all of these ancient Eastern Chinese techniques, and I started applying everything I learned there in with the chiropractic approach when I was receiving on the table. And Mm -hmm. that just took what was occurring in my body to this even deeper level of deep healing of wounds and traumas and emotions that I didn't even know existed. But at the same time, it was very pleasurable. And it looked like, I mean, my friends who were watching me get adjusted, they would literally comment, it looks like you're having sex with the table. And all I could say was, yes, it really does feel that way. And it wasn't until I met my husband that we started really looking at this because he's a tantra teacher. So I combined what I have done and studied in my past with what he does. And we started looking at, okay, if I could tap into that there, then how can I teach people to tap into that, whether or not they have a partner, because sexual energy is alive and present in all of our bodies, and we don't need a partner to tap into that. That's the key. Most people think, well, I'm single. I don't need to tap into that right now, or I'll worry about that when I have a partner. Well, you don't have to Mm -hmm. have a partner to be able to tap into your full orgasm potential. Yeah, I know. Yummy, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it's interesting because I never had these kinds of orgasms in the bedroom before I met my husband. And it literally took him watching what my body was capable of on a chiropractic table, getting adjusted that way, for him to go, oh, I can do that. I can take your body there. That's what's possible? Okay, let's play. Let's dance, you know. And now he's been able to tap into taking my body, opening it up, and expanding it to levels I never even knew existed. So on an average day, my orgasms last anywhere between an hour and three hours. And again, it's not just clitoral. There's a lot of other stimulation going on, and 80 to 90% of the time, it's not from sex. It's from other forms of stimulation, be it hands, be it mouth, be it toys. There's actually a lot of different techniques and modalities that facilitate my body sexually that aren't even sexual. Um, so it's really I all got about a question. storing your... I got a question yeah, go for ahead. you. 
Is it possible that we have experienced these um, types of orgasms and not realized it? Because when you said that, I was thinking of maybe when I've, you know, seen a guy that I'm attracted to and something just kind of waves through my body or um, the anticipation of that first time with the person, whether it's, you know, through the conversation we've had and arms getting limp, knees wobbling, is that an example of it or is that something else? That's, that can be an example of it, depending what you're feeling in your body. Are you turned on? Is your body sexually aroused? Some people uh-huh. can have those feelings and not be sexually turned on and aroused. They're just having those mm-hmm. feelings go through their body. Because, again, the mm-hmm. nervous system is an, an amazing, powerful system where stimulation like that can create those sensations in your body as well as sexual stimulation can create some feelings like that in your body. So it's just being aware of, okay, is this a sexual sensation that I'm feeling? And when it is, so you can take that. You gave great examples there. Your body's tingling. Your body feels numb. Literally, from those cute little toes of yours to the top of your head, your entire body uh-huh. feels like it has waves of ecstasy just rolling through the body, opening it up, awakening it. You may be numb. You just may feel totally relaxed. So there's a lot of different uh-huh. sensations that you may feel, and that really is what it is. A three-hour uh-huh. orgasm feels like that. Oftentimes, I'm laying there, and it's like, okay, honey, you got to carry me to bed now because I'm so relaxed, I don't even feel like I can get up. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. Okay. So, so some of us have experienced that because I'm I'm really just thinking about how you press your thighs together, and there's a moisture that's left over, you know, from this experience. So, um, thinking that the answer is yes, there's a sexual um, feeling from that. You know, thing. You know, parts of your body are at attention, standing up, and you feel like you have, you know, really exhausted yourself from the feeling of the breathlessness. So, wow. So a lot of us have experienced this and not recognized what it was and limited. I have to say I've been, I'm guilty of that, too. I've limited that um, orgasm to the bedroom and that, you know, sexual thing, that sexual touch or experience as opposed to, um, I, yeah, I've talked about foreplay being outside the bedroom but didn't connect it to an orgasm um, outside of the bedroom or all-day talk or any of that um, simulation. So um, that's, I just wanted to make it plain, 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 plain for people to be able to understand because I hear what you're saying and I can picture in my head, um, you know, people who have used or called it, you know, Tantra or they have used um, sexual energy and called it, um, you say Kundalini, Kundalini, am I saying that word right? Yes, um, yes you are. But not really making a connection. Maybe they're thinking that they're learning new sex moves or something like that. But all this time we are, you know, stimulating our body to orgasm and not counting it. So how many times have we cheated ourselves sexually? Uh, I'll tell you. Well, exactly. And in today's busy, 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 busy society, we feel guilty for allowing our body to have that much pleasure or to go and take an hour just to enjoy whether it's self-pleasuring or pleasure from a partner. Oh, we're busy. we got to go to this. we got to go to that. i got to get this done. I don't have time for that. So we often deny ourselves the pleasure alone, let alone an hour-long orgasm or a three-hour orgasm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ouch, I have to say. Let's do this. Let's give you a website 
And we're talking with Dr. Shelley right now, but give your website, and we're going to take a short break and be right back and talk some more about this three-hour orgasm. Perfect. My website is www.orgasmicalmedicine.com, O-R-G-A-S-M-I-C-A-L, medicine.com. I'll hear you after the break. All right. Are you looking for free, full-length LDS movies with no strings attached? Then mormonflix.com is the site for you. With LDS movies, music, and more, all free, mormonflix.com is the place where Christians can go and watch movies that are wholesome, funny, and perfect for the whole family. Go to mormonflix.com, click on the movie that you want, and watch. All videos are streaming through third-party links with no downloading at all. Find them on Facebook and Twitter, mormonflix.com, for free, wholesome entertainment. Be the first to test this new mobile app called StoryBite. StoryBite is a mobile app that enables people like yourself to read and post creative stories in 100 words chapters. We need you to visit www.storybite.uk right now. Sign up early to test this app. It takes 20 seconds at storybyte.uk. Tweet us at storybyte.uk. Sweet Tea Party Rentals is a unique rental company specializing in gorgeous vintage tableware. We offer heirloom teaware to create whimsical place settings for afternoon tea parties, bridal or baby showers, birthday parties, photo shoots, or any special occasion. We customize your tea party, so let us know your preferences. We have everything you need for your perfect tea party. Beautiful inventory of vintage teacups, saucers, tiered plates, dessert stands, and more. What's sweeter than a party? A sweet tea party, of course. Visit our website, www.sweetteapartyrentals.com. Marcus Jarvis Law Limited is a national and international business and immigration law firm. We assist our clients with family-based and employment-based visas. We assist clients in obtaining the following, work visas, green card, fiancé visa, and United States citizenship. We also assist with deportation, U-visa, T-visa, and VAWA petitions. www.mjlawltd.com Attorney Jarvis wrote a number one Amazon bestseller book, A Simple Guide to Immigration Laws of the United States, What You Need to Know When You Come to America, www.a-tbooks.com. Call 763-425-5447.
We're staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. We're talking with Dr. Shelley, and we just really want to know what's long enough. And in the first part of the show, we talked about the many opportunities there are for our bodies to experience an orgasm. So we're back with Dr. Shelley, and I want to hear some more. (laughs) I want more, and I'm sure the audience wants more too. So let's get back into the conversation. Perfect. So one of the other points that I want to make here is that the conventional way that we do sex, oftentimes we find ourselves slowing down our breath, if not holding our breath, contracting our muscles, forcing the orgasm into existence, 
And even putting an investment in the outcome when it comes to sex, so we're invested in reaching the orgasm, so that's all we focus on instead of enjoying the ride. And I know I said this before, have fun, be playful in the bedroom, literally bring out that inner child where you just want to play. That really is the key to letting go, surrendering, and succumbing to this hour-long, three-hour-long orgasm is just riding the wave. It's not focusing on the moment you direct your mind to focusing on, okay, this is what I want, this is my goal, it has to look like this, how do I do it? Our mind is going to stop us from even getting there. So the more we can quiet our mind and just let go and be in that energy, be in the present moment, ride that orgasmic wave, so For me, it really is an orgasmic wave. When I said that, I'm like, here's another point for you. It really is an orgasmic wave. So one of the tips I'm going to give listeners is practice this concept called edging, which is where you are in your sexual experience, whether you're self-pleasuring or with a partner, get near orgasm, but then back off. Don't fully reach orgasm. So the best visual I can give you is you're climbing a mountain, you're climbing, and the very tip top of the mountain is the orgasm. Instead of going to the top of the mountain to come back down, find a little pathway around the edge. So you're going to go around the edge of the top of the mountain. So you're not going to go to the top, but you're riding the edge of that orgasmic feeling that's at the top of the mountain. And then you're going to go back down into the valley, but now the valley is higher than the starting point. And then you're going to go up another mountain, don't go to the very top, ride the edge, come around, go back down to a valley that's higher than the second one. And you're going to keep doing that, and that is really how you can train your body to go from having one orgasm to maybe two orgasms that are spaced out 15 minutes apart to now having orgasm after orgasm until it turns into one big, long, orgasmic wave. And... (laughs) <laughs> if, you find your, yeah, if you find yourself holding your breath, if you find yourself contracting your muscle and focusing on a vocal area, so for instance, most people focus all of their attention or they feel all of their pleasure just at their genitals. Try focusing and expanding out that localized pleasure and sensation to your entire body. So again, it's expanding out your awareness from that this little tiny bubble called my genitals, this is where I'm feeling the pleasure, take that bubble and expand it out so now the bubble encompasses your entire body. Can you feel pleasure in your toe? Can you feel pleasure up on your face? So a casual technique that I do with my in-person clients when I do hands-on work is I'll run maybe a feather or my fingertips over their body, and I try to get them to feel, for instance, if I'm running my fingers over their toes, can they feel it on their hands? Can they feel that sensation up on their face? Because, again, skin is the largest sensory organ, and it's all connected. And that's one of the beautiful things about the chiropractic approach I did is it really created this connection between your entire body because it views the body as this unit. So your toe is connected to your neck, so you may have neck pain, but it could be coming from your toe. It could be coming from your little pinky finger. So your entire body is connected. So it's really bringing awareness back of your entire unit, not just of this one separate part of your body called your genitals. Hmm. So, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm pretty imaginative, imaginative in my head, but just um, thinking. I hear what you're saying, Dr. Shelley, and I'm picturing right in my genital area where the pleasure has always been, you know, 
Because we and as kids we were taught, don't let anybody touch you there. So we think that that's the that's the the gold mine. That's the the sweet spot. That is the forbidden fruit, so to speak, as opposed to looking at our whole body as being a treat. So once in a while, maybe someone sucking a finger or licking a toe may be nice, or licking my ear may be nice, but make it even more plain for me to expand it because a lot of people are stuck with that one area being what brings them pleasure or bring him or her pleasure, um, we, we go straight for that. We dive right into that, that one spot as opposed to every touch being something, whether it's me touching myself or with, you know, someone else touching me. So help me expand. Help me see that bubble expand. Can you draw a picture with words for me? Yes. And first, before I do that, this is really the beauty of Tantra because it, orgasm, living an orgasmic life, isn't always sexual. You can be drinking a glass of water and have that feeling of ecstasy going through your body from your head to your toes when you start encompassing your entire body as this unit where you're starting to be aware of your entire body. So after I do this exercise with you, start playing in your everyday life. So, for example... What I want you to do after I tell you this exercise or after this radio show is go get a glass of water and just take a sip of the water. Don't think about it. Just take a sip like you normally would. And Uh then I want you to pause, close your eyes, get a glass of water again, become present with your body, go through the exercise that I'm about to take you through, and then Uh take a sip of water. And can you notice a difference? Are you more present with the water? Does the water taste different? Does it smell different? Are you more aware of where the water sits in your mouth? So just be aware of all of that. But first, let me get to the exercise Hmm. so you can be aware of what exercise to do with this glass of water. So right now, I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Just relax wherever you are. If you're seated on a couch, a computer chair, you're driving in your car. Okay, don't close your eyes if you're driving in the car. Don't close your eyes if you're driving in the car. Don't pull over to the side of the road. So you can close your eyes. Pull over to the side of the road or log back in later and re-listen to this. But wherever you are, despite a car or operating any kind of big vehicle, close your eyes and relax into your body. And you've probably heard or believed that We have a body, and we also have a spirit, a soul, a being. We may call you something of that sort. So whatever you call you, I want you to find you. Where are you in relation to your body? Are you inside of your body, or are you outside of your body looking down at your body in this physical experience that you're having? Is your soul inside of you? And if so, is it just in your head? Are you in your heart? Where are you inside of your body? So oftentimes people are either inside of their body but just in one location or they're outside of their body looking down or maybe they're just in their head. So wherever you are, and again, you don't have to figure this out. Just follow my words and go with it. And it will take a couple times maybe for you to totally relax and just following my words and not trying to figure out, am I doing it right, am I doing it wrong? Because that's our mind wanting to come in and interfere. But I want you to just find you. And on the next inhale, I want you to envision you filling up your entire body. So your soul is filling up your entire body from your head to your toes. And now bring awareness to your toes. What are your toes touching? Are they touching the floor? Are they touching your socks? Have you been aware of your toes for the last hour? 
or the last five hours. Or if they just been numb to whatever they're touching because you're not aware of that. And now bring your awareness all the way up your legs. Can you be aware of what your legs are touching? What kind of material of clothes are you wearing? Be aware of your back now and keep breathing. Long inhales and long exhales. Are you aware of your arms, your fingertips, your neck, your hair falling onto the back of your neck? Are you aware of your face? Can you even intensify your awareness and become aware of the air that is around you? Is it warm? Is it cold? Can you become aware of the smells, the other sounds? Can you maybe hear the fan going? Can you hear your heartbeat? So keep intensifying your awareness, making your awareness bigger and bigger and adding more so it's literally like you're multitasking. You add one piece of awareness and then you add another one and then you add another one. And you're still aware of the first one that you added, let's say awareness of your toes. And now you just keep adding more and more awareness, just opening up your entire body so that you feel your entire body from head to toe and everything that's around it, interacting with it. And you're aware of all five of your sensations. Now, I want you to expand you. I want you to envision you as filling up your entire body. So there's this bubble now that is you. We're going to expand that bubble called you, the soul, out to the four corners of the room that you're in. So now you, the soul, are a bubble that fills up the entire room that you are in. And now expand out that bubble a mile in all directions. And keep breathing, keep being aware of your body, keep being aware of your toes, your breath, air around you, the sounds, the taste in your mouth. Now expand out 10 miles in all directions, down into the earth and up into the sky, while continually being aware of your body. And we're going to just keep expanding exponentially. If you get lost, you get distracted, don't worry, don't beat yourself up. But now let's expand out 100 miles in all directions. Just keep trying to follow my words and keep expanding out. Blow up that bubble that it's 100 miles in all directions down into the earth and up into the sky. Now expand out 1,000 miles. And now keep getting bigger to the point that I can't slow you down. You're already 10,000 miles in all directions, expanding out beyond the planet, getting bigger and bigger. Your bubble is exploding and it's getting bigger, expanding out into space. You're now 100,000 miles in all directions, still aware of your body, and everything around you in this room that you're in, and keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger until you're millions of miles in all directions. Fill up this entire galaxy with you, your soul. And when you think that you can't expand any further, expand a little bit more. And on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to try to find the outside edges of you, your soul. One, two, three. Can you find you? Do you have physical barriers, reference points, boundaries to who you are? Or are you everywhere at all times? So I'll continue talking, but just slowly bring your awareness back to the room that you're in. 
open your eyes, continue to breathe. So in quantum physics, they talk about everything being energy. Your body is energy. The chair you're sitting on is energy. The plants, the animals around you is just energy. So everything in this physical existence is just energy. It's neither right nor wrong. It's neither the concrete that makes it or the plastic that makes it or the skin that makes your body. It all comes from the same thing. So if you're to break down everything in this physical existence, it's all energy, including your orgasm. It's just energy. So the more you can become aware of expanding out your soul and tuning into this this energetic vibration of everything around you. So another little quick exercise that may be able to help you start feeling this energy. I want you to place your hand over an area of skin on your body where there's no clothes, and I want you to just hover your hand over that part of your skin for just maybe a centimeter above the skin, as close as you can get without touching your skin, and tune in all of your awareness to your hand. Can you start to feel the heat that is coming off of your skin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's energy. You're not actually physically touching your skin, but actually go ahead and touch your skin. You kind of lose the feeling of heat. It's no longer there. Your you skin do. feels normal. Let's go Is back. Is that why when the kids are in the car and they say they're touching me, you, you can feel it like your skin tickles? Exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not yeah, touching you. Exactly. Yeah. So keep doing that. Raise up a centimeter. Tune in all of your awareness to your hands. Feel the heat. Once you get a good grasp of it, now lower your hand onto your skin. Feel that heat, that sensation disappear. Another practice from Qigong and whatnot, a lot of different Chinese practices, is rub your hands, the palms of your hands together for 10 seconds, and then pull them apart an inch, and then keep expanding out your hands and making a bubble. And feel the energy between both palms of your hands. Feel it circulating back and forth. And then there's a lot of different Qigong exercises where you can take your hands and pull them apart and feel the energy almost feel like Play-Doh or a goo, just like it's like spreading apart, and then bring your hands back closer together. Then you can rotate your hands around in a circle. Can you maintain that ball? That is a ball of energy. So now bring that back into the orgasm. Your orgasm is nothing more than energy. It is a ball of energy. So if you can be aware of that ball of energy and then expand that ball of energy out to embody your entire body and then expand it out to the four corners of your room and then expand it out a mile in all directions. And you can stop there if you want. If you like, okay, that's enough. That's as far as I can go. I feel like I start contracting back. If I go further than that, that's fine. It just takes Mm -hmm. practice. Keep practicing. Keep expanding out. Before long, you'll be able to expand your orgasm out. And that's one of the main counter techniques to really learning how to separate this localized orgasm and turning it into a full body orgasm. And again, it requires relaxation, trust, letting go, surrendering, breathing, not contracting the muscles. So there's a lot of things that come together to be able to facilitate you and really tapping into your full orgasmic potential. Wow. That made it plain for me. When you went through um, expanding out, just, you know, looking where am I in my body, and I was in my head at first until you said, okay, what about your toes and throughout your body and then expanding out and out and out and out, and then you could, you know, what we picture the galaxy to look like, stars, or just maybe your body became really huge, mine became really huge, um, but just picturing that, and then you said bring it back in, so it's kind of like 
like you kind of had a swirl in your back, you know, in this present room wherever you are, wherever you are in your car on the side of the road safely, uh, doing this exercise. This, um, I just like, wow. So when you say we're doing sex, we do it like we're checking off something off of our to-do list, and we do it because, well, he's going to want it or she's going to want it by the end of the night, and it's just another task that we um, mark off. And, yes, we're busy, but what you just had us go through seemed like it would it would take us a few minutes. I mean, we're, we, we did this exercise on the show, which didn't seem to take a long time, but now you want me to get over the heady part of me, which you had us do with this exercise, which was nice. But how do I remind myself to slow it down so that I could be fully present? Because um, one person may be eager and ready to go, well, I'm ready now, I don't want to lose this, you know, I'm up now, ready to go. And you're trying to, you know, not have that pressure kind of tension energy on you and you want to relax and you want this to be a good experience for you. Um, how do we get our partner um, here too if they're not tuned into this show or even aware of the kind of conversation we're having? We want to have this uh, this fully present sexual experience. And can Absolutely. we take a break so, when you answer that? Let's take a break and then you come back and you answer that for us, okay? That sounds wonderful. Perfect. All right. Give your website one more time as we go to the break. It is www.orgasmicalmedicine.com.
thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. We've had a very enlightening moment. And before the break, we were talking with Dr. Shelley. We're still talking with Dr. Shelley, getting back into the conversation about how long is long enough when we're talking about our orgasms. And she's shown us how we can expand that. And before the break, I left you with something to ponder, and I would like to hear the response <laughs> um, for those. Do we want our we want our romantic experience to really be what you said it could be, but my partner is not listening to this show, and I'm not saying me personally, but speaking as um, one of the listeners, my partner is not listening to the exercise that we just went through. How do I get them to slow down and so our energy is good? And we can have this experience you're talking about, Dr. Shelley. Absolutely. And the concept of Tantra is a lifelong practice. But unfortunately, the way we've been doing sex is very conventional. And we've been doing it for now how many years? Since we've never known anything different. So the mm-hmm. more we do something, the more it becomes programmed into us. The more it's like learning how to drive a motorcycle. I got my motorcycle license last week. And over the break, I'm like, that's such a great analogy. Ooh. You know, uh-huh. going from driving a car and even driving stick to being able to drive, ride a motorcycle is totally different. And, you know, the first time on it, it's like, okay, literally I have to go step by step. Okay, brake is here, clutch is here, gear shift is here. Okay, oh, that's neutral. Whoa. So it's a very step-by-step process, and it requires you to be totally present and focused in the moment. However, the more you do it, the more it becomes programmed, and you can just hop on, and it becomes automatic. It's an automatic behavior. So the way we do sex currently has become an automatic behavior. So the only way to undo that is to practice and turn sex into the way we want it to be by changing our behavior. So implementing these tools, remembering to breathe and relax, all of that, of course, is going to take practice. And don't beat yourself up if you forget to do it and sex doesn't turn out the way you want it or you can't tap. Again, never, never, never go into the wrongness of I'm not there yet, I can't do it. It's a long practice. I mean, people who meditate, they meditate for 20-some years, and they still never feel like they are, quote-unquote, perfect because perfection is a lie. So that answers the first question. The second question about our partner, <laughs> a lot of people mm. want their partner to hop on the bandwagon and you've got to do this with me. And I know it can really be frustrating if your partner is not there. So don't force your partner, number one. That's that never works. Unfortunately, a lot of people who try to force their partner into doing something, it never turns out the way you really want it to. Your partner's maybe not totally into it, and you get frustrated that they're not totally into it. Maybe they're just not open to it. So, again, be patient. Mention it. Bring it up in a fun, playful conversation. Don't try to teach them how to do it. Be more inviting of, hey, honey, so I read something or I heard something. Why don't we try this? You know, I heard about doing this. What do you think of playing with a little bit? You know, I've got a couple different blueprints and stuff, a sex talk blueprint that I just released that you can fill out and print out and have a conversation about sex with your partner. So there's fun Mm -hmm. ways that you can introduce this to your partner, but never try to force your partner into doing something. And if your partner is interested, most likely they will show some form of interest of, oh, yeah, really? Okay, cool. Let's try it. And, again, if your partner doesn't try it the way you want, unfortunately we women, we're, we're control freaks. We like to, you know, it's got to be done this way. Come on, honey. Why aren't you doing it? We have to let go of our control and our investment in the outcome. And that will be the biggest gift we can give ourselves as women. If you're a man listening and you want your woman to be interested in it, again, a gentle conversation. You never want to make your partner feel like they're doing something wrong. So word it kindly, gently. Hey, honey, I, I heard about this. Do you want to try it? What do you think of it? Have you done it before? 
let's give it a shot. Why not? What do we have to lose? Um, right. And again, it's really having a conversation about being present. It's not always having a conversation about sex. It's about, you know what, we're living in a really busy lifestyle. Let's take one day a weekend and just unplug and connect and be with one another and talk. And if we want to lay in bed for two hours, we lay in bed and huddle and touch each other for two hours. So it's really more about that because that's what Tantra is about. It's not about sex. It's about being present and living your Mm. life in the present moment. Um, One of the other tips and tricks that I give people is don't talk. Just show your partner what you like. So oftentimes the best way to introduce your partner to something new is to be, give, or do that to your partner. So slow down in your touch. Most people touch. And if I could show you right now, I would show you how most people touch. But it's literally take your hand over your arm, and it's like trying to rub two pieces of wood together and start a fire. That's how most people touch. There is no slowness. There is no connection between the bodies. So close your eyes the next time you touch your partner and pretend that you're blind and you just want to feel every curve of your partner's body. You want to feel every hair, the softness, the roughness, and touch with the lightest of touches. So it's literally like you're running a feather over your partner's body. And just really be in the present moment. What do I feel? Oh, I feel a little bump there. What is that? Again, pretend that you're blind. So you're going extra slow. It's like reading your partner's body is like reading Braille. And that Mm. may start opening your partner up to, hey, I really like that. If he or she is doing that to me, well, you know what? I might start doing that back in return because if I like that, they might like that. So, again, Mm -hmm. being the example is the best way to show your partner what you like. I think that's right. And that's that's a way that I think I would give into that because I wouldn't know that they're trying to get me to do something intentionally. It's just that I would be I would want to, I'd be enticed into wanting to do it. Exactly. And as a woman being able to do that to a man, again, let's look at programming. For men who are circumcised, the very first feeling and emotion that they associated with their penis when they were born was removal of their foreskin, i.e. pain. So mm. that's why a lot of men, I mean, now their penis skin has literally become desensitized because it's rubbing against their underwear, it's rubbing against clothes. So it requires a lot more hard stimulation for men who are circumcised to feel pleasure. But again, men aren't aware that, hey, my body actually likes being softly touched because we women have also bought into the heart is better, we can feel more because we've been desensitized because we're not present We're living in a fast-paced society, so that's why we need more. Bigger is better. You know, more intense is better. You know, I like the wham, bam, thank you, man kind of sex because I need to feel it because we're not present. So the best way to teach a man who is circumcised that, yes, hey, sensuality is good. It's not just for women. You can be a manly man, a macho man, and still like to be touched like a feather is touching your body. But, again, it takes a woman to be able to introduce that to a man for him to go, wow, I like that. So women literally hold the power in inviting men to a different possibility. And that possibility is up to you as the woman. Whatever you want, you can lead your man there because you as the feminine have that power. Mm, I like that. But I like I like everything that you share that helps us um, to do 
do sex better, to, to have that. It's so much conversation about it, so many different things we can try and switching it up. And you talk about being desensitized and just keeping things fresh in the bedroom, not doing the same thing over, you know, that he's going to sit like that and she's going to lay like that and we're going to do this and you're going to kiss me. Just breaking the monotony up and re- falling in love again, falling in and being able to you know, crave your partner again. Because once we get into those routines, we're busy. We're like, oh, it's you again. Oh, my gosh, I hope he goes to sleep before I do or I hope she gets too busy with the kids before. You know, as opposed to wishing that time away, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, make sure those kids get to bed on time. It's time for me and you. Or make sure we have a sitter. You know, make it where you're looking forward to each other again and that that adventure. And if you don't get the three hours in that first go-round, um, it's okay. <laughs> you exactly. begin the process. Um, it's all play. Yeah. It's all having fun. Yeah, it's, Go ahead. It's amazing when you become present. Even 10 minutes of bliss feels like an hour because time slows down when you're present. Even taking you through the exercise, you probably noticed my voice was slow. I'm not talking like this, like, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that and you got to do this, which is how right. we live our life. So slow mm-hmm. down. Enjoy. Again, when you do that drinking water exercise, slow down, hold the water in your mouth for 30 seconds on the second time around to become really present with it. So become slower with your partner, and even a quickie can feel like a good 30 minutes of sex. Mm-hmm. Some of us have looked up and felt like, oh, man, that was amazing. How long was that? You look <laughs> up, and it's only 10 minutes later, you know? And then another time you try to get it in in 10 minutes, and you can't get it together. <laughs> So yeah, I think we I think we've all visited that once in a while. So to do it more consistently, replay this show, replay this show, connect with Dr. Shelley. She's going to give her website again before we wrap up with her today. But you want to always love love your own body, um, your partner, love their body. Um, one of the things that I pride myself on doing that flaw that my lover may be complaining about. I say, I love that. That's You know, that hump in your back, I love that hump in your back. You know, whatever they're pointing to as being something negative about their body, I tell them that I love that thing because I love them. Now, you know, hopefully that encourages them to love themselves, but loving yourself and being loving and um, even though we have so many things, we do have a lot of things we are doing. People, we know you're busy. We're busy people as well, but you can slow down and enjoy yourself. You don't always have to be busy, you can slow down and enjoy, taste life, see what it's really all about, and love, love the bedroom, wherever you guys are sharing love, it's not just limited to the bedroom, I use that figuratively, Um, but just enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself so you can keep looking forward to each other, and for those of us who may think, well, this is all about sex, we're talking about the energy of sex primarily, all the way down to the orgasm is the energy. You want that warm sensation. You want that relaxed feeling. You want that good feeling. You want that bliss that Dr. Shelley is talking about. You want to smile for no particular reason, but you feel good, you know? So, Dr. Shelley, I want you to give your closing um, remarks as well as your website before we wrap up our interview with you today. Yes, first, amen to 
every single thing you said. <laughs> I'm like, yes, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going. Because, again, self-love is key. If you don't love you, how can you expect somebody else to love you? If you don't know how to pleasure your body, how can you expect somebody else to pleasure your body? And I know we talked a lot about women today. This conversation could probably be three hours, just like the orgasm. However, men, uh-huh. you're not left out. When you learn how to slow down as well and change the way you do sex, you can separate your orgasm from ejaculation and actually become multi-orgasmic and have these longer orgasms that last longer than however long your ejaculation lasts. And that becomes more satisfying, more fulfilling. You stay connected to your partner. And it's much more pleasurable than just ejaculating, rolling over, and falling asleep. So, yes, you can have hour-long orgasms as well. It's all about retraining your body, reprogramming, and just doing sex differently. So, Catherine, thank you so much. I love your words. You get it amazingly well, and you you put it into words. You sum up everything for me really well. So I don't feel like I need to sum up anything except slow okay. down. All right. <laughs> and until so next time, you're, you're welcome. Until next exactly. time, thank next you so much. Time, all right. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye now. Don't we manage to have fun every single time we get the opportunity to talk about improving our sexual experience and how to use sexual energy? I think it's so very important because sexual energy, as she shared with us, is not just what we do with someone else. And even if we're loving on ourselves, it's not just that physical touch. It's all the way from your thoughts, how you think of yourself. It's it's an all-encompassing thing. Um, in Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about the transmutation of sex. And for a long time, I was like, what do you mean? But what he's talking about is using your sexual energy, that bliss, that relax, that good energy, because we feel good. Most of us have good experiences about sex, good thoughts about sex. We have good energy when it t- comes to sex. We we get a little sensual, sensual and we relax and we behave a little differently than we would when we're being serious and firm and uh, <laughs> just huffy. Um, so you take that, that good creative energy that you turned into somebody else, your alter ego self, you take that same energy and you expand it into a business idea. Maybe you're doing your kid's birthday party and you're thinking, well, we were just going to have a few balloons, but now we're going to have a bouncy thing and we're going to have a clown and I'm going to invite all of their friends. You get really creative when you take that energy to use it for something else. That doesn't mean you don't get to go and, you know, have fun with your partner later. What it means is your best ideas can come because you're free, you're uninhibited. That is what the sexual energy is about. That's what transmutation of your sex is about. Definitely I want you to pick up a copy of Think and Grow Rich for yourself, have your own copy, but flip real quick to the chapter about transmutation of sex and just learn how you can begin to, because you're relaxed and you're not blocking anything from happening in your life and the creativity that can come forth because you're being so free and relaxed, you you would be amazed. You'd be amazed at the ideas and the products and the services that you can come up with in your business. If you're a singer, if you're writing a book, or if you are you know, doing transportation, whatever your business is, the ideas that will come up to make what you do more efficient because you're not inhibited anymore. I know you guys are missing a daily dose of weird news, so I don't want to 
belabor you anymore. So we're going to have Darren Marlar come up with the Daily Dose of Weird News right now. Today's Daily Dose of Weird News is brought to you by Dicetower.com. If you love board games and card games, you'll love Dicetower.com. They even have a weekly podcast talking about some of the greatest games out there. Visit them online at Dicetower.com. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Last Tuesday, Apple unveiled larger phones and a wristwatch. Wait, wait a minute. Larger phones and a wristwatch? Apparently, Apple has also perfected a time machine back to the 1990s. Now, the NFL season has officially begun. You know what that means. It's time for fantasy football. Which, come on, let's face it. That's just Dungeons and Dragons for jocks. Speaking of football, former Denver Broncos quarterback Tim Tebow, now an ESPN analyst. He'll be joining ABC's Good Morning America as a contributor effective today, Monday. It's rumored he's better at throwing banter than a football. Of course, that's not really saying all that much. The United Kingdom taxi driver has fitted a karaoke machine in the backseat of his cab. Kevin Jackson says the idea started off as a joke, but now his customers just can't get enough. Passengers can choose from more than 200 songs. The words appear on a mini television screen in the back seat. You know, I, I can just imagine being stuck in rush hour traffic while some guy in the back seat's belting out, I can't drive 55! What's the strangest question ever posed by petitioners of the Freedom of Information Act? Well, stick around and you'll find out up next. Hi, I'm Eric Summerer. And I'm Tom Vassell. And we're here to talk to you about The Dice Tower, which is a podcast about board games and card games and the people who play them. Tom, name one thing that people will hear when they listen to our show. You will hear people talking about board games and card games. Oh, wait, you just said that, didn't you? I did. I did just say that, yes. You'll hear reviews. That's right. Folks, there's a whole lot more than that. If you go to our website at Dicetower.com, you will see video reviews of board games, board games you've never heard of and never seen. And we put those games into various orders on various topics. We call it the Top Ten List. So check us out at Dicetower.com. A list of the top ten strangest questions posed by Freedom of Information Act petitioners has been published by England's local government association. The group, which represents more than 350 councils, asked the public not to burden its staff with questions deemed vexatious, in other words, ridiculous. Rosendale Council was asked to detail its employment of exorcists and faith healers. Worthing Council was asked to explain its emergency plans for meteor strikes and solar flares. Birmingham was asked to reveal how many requests it's had to screen public buildings for ghosts. And there be dragons in Northwest England, apparently. One fact seeker asked Wigan Council what plans are in place to protect the town from a dragon attack. Some inquiries were helpful, though, as until it was asked, Birmingham, England had no plans for how to deal with a possible invasion of the Kardashians. An Albuquerque, New Mexico man is facing charges after police say he drove a stolen electric shopping cart to meet with his probation officer. Court papers say 18-year-old Michael Johnson rode the electric shopping cart this week to make his scheduled visit. When the probation officer asked Johnson where he got the cart, 
Johnson admitted taking it from an Albuquerque Walmart. And ooh, what an exciting car chase ensued. The Illinois Office Supply Company, Papermate, says 100% of respondents in a recent national survey admitted to stealing pens from co-workers. The survey found 78% of those polls admitted to stealing pens by accident, while 22% admitted to taking the pens on purpose. And you don't really have to worry about getting into trouble for this. I mean, the boss can't write you up for stealing his pen because, well, you stole his pen. A candidate who legally changed his name to human with a lowercase h lost his bid to run for office in New Hampshire last Tuesday. The former David Montenegro, he lost a primary contest to incumbent Democrat State Representative Rosemarie Rogers by a count of 181 to 30. Now, in case you just missed that, the human race was just defeated. A Utah elementary school teacher with a concealed weapon permit accidentally shot himself in the leg in front of his students. Hey, extra credit to anybody who remembers how to apply a tourniquet. Thieves have picked clean a pumpkin patch that had been cultivated by New Mexico preschoolers. Eastern New Mexico University's Child Development Center said the Portales School Pumpkin Patch was raided sometime over the weekend after students had worked for months growing the pumpkins. School officials found the pumpkins missing and vines destroyed. Laura Vaughn, the school's master teacher, said the four full pumpkins were just about to turn orange. She said the school's 26 students had studied them, weeded the area, and watered them since they were sprouts. But the center's director, Elaine Gard, said despite the heist, the children are not mad at the pumpkin thieves. They're more indignant in asking why didn't they just ask permission, we would have given them the pumpkins. Wow, let's hope the children never outgrow that attitude, huh? Researchers say that peeing in the ocean is actually good for marine life. However, peeing in a swimming pool is not good for the Marines. A driver in England has racked up almost $23,000 in parking fines after ignoring more than 140 tickets. David Lee's bill is one of the highest ever recorded in the UK and grew so large after he repeatedly broke the rules, often by parking in disabled spaces. The driver is claiming that he's not guilty due to mental defect, as at the time of the parking violations, he thought his name was Marion Barry. A group of scientists now say that what we learned in grade school about how volcanoes work is all wrong. According to them, it has absolutely nothing to do with baking soda and vinegar. A couple in England were left speechless after a visit to the vet revealed their pet kitten, Twinkle, had both male and female genitalia. They always thought Twinkle was a female cat, so they were amazed when the vet phoned to say she was a he-she. Or he was a he-she. Or it it was a he-she. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, after speaking with the owners, the vet removed Twinkle's male parts, leaving her female once again. So now my question here is this. If a cat is born both male and female, does it get 18 lives instead of just the traditional nine? And if that's true, did the doctor just half kill this cat? The best studies are the ones that tell us we're not alone. A new survey from an international conference call company finds that when you occasionally zone out on conference calls, 
you're participating in a national pastime. More than 60% of respondents admitted to doing other work or sending an email while on a conference call. Or shopping eBay, or putting the phone on mute and watching Netflix. Or putting the phone on mute to go to the bathroom. You know, not that I've done any of those things. I'm just just giving examples of what people could could do if they thought about it. The 70-year-old woman in China has recovered only a small portion of her savings after termites snacked on the hidden bills. The bugs ate through $1,625, which had been hidden in her closet. Although she did say she still didn't lose near as much as she would have had she been in America paying taxes. Last Saturday, a guy in China popped the question using his favorite food. The 28-year-old proposed to his girlfriend with hot dogs. The two met each other inside a bakery that sold hot dogs. The guy spelled out the word love with hot dogs tucked inside buns and framed the word with more hot dogs. Altogether, he used 1,001 dogs to pop the question. Why the 1,001 hot dogs? Well, it turned out they represent the 1,001 days that the two had known each other. And now this girl has a thousand and one reasons to say no to marrying this guy. Come on, seriously? Hot dogs for a marriage proposal? In a British survey of male soccer fans, 40% of men would rather watch soccer on a weekend afternoon than have sex. You gotta admit though, those soccer players do have great legs. A recent poll reveals that more than 80% of Americans favor major changes in the way elections are conducted. Change number one, better candidates. Most high school seniors focus on prom, graduation, and college. But Sarah Blair is not your ordinary teenager. She could become the youngest person ever to serve in West Virginia's state legislature as a delegate. At the ripe old age of 17, Blair defeated three-term delegate Larry Kump in the Republican primary. She promises, if elected, to work tirelessly to create laws against breaking up with someone via text message. Common courtesy has landed an 18-year-old in hot water. According to Charisma News, when a fellow classmate sneezed, Kendra Turner said, bless you. But according to Turner, the use of those two words resulted in a rebuke by her teacher and a suspension by the school. She says she was thrown out of class for violating a teacher's ban on the words bless you when she asserted her constitutional right to use the words. Proving religious tolerance is nothing to sneeze at. So you've just broken up with your ex of five years. Well, the bad news is you won't be fully over the breakup until next February. A British study into the psychological impact of rejection has found that following a breakup, people take an average of one month to recover for every year spent in a relationship. One in 12 said that they have never recovered from romantic rejection. And most of those people are named Manti Teo. The government report says that the Chinese have repeatedly hacked into U.S. Airlines computers, which explains why every time I fly, the in-flight movie is one of Jackie Chan's. A nasty rumor falsely claims that Katherine Heigl exploded on the set of her new NBC series, State of Affairs, over the way that her butt appeared on camera. While the National Enquirer alleges that the actress was reviewing footage shot for the show when she suddenly screamed at producers, look at how you filmed my butt. 
My rear end looks like the size of Nebraska. A source who works on the show says it is false. It's actually the size of Alaska. Pope Francis has been officially targeted by ISIS. But the pontiff says he's not worried. He has protection from on high. That's right, he's hired Chuck Norris as a bodyguard. A mistake by workmen in Bristol, England has gone viral after painters managed to misspell the word bus on the road. Bup stop was painted in large yellow lettering, B-U-P instead of B-U-S. It's assumed the painters are from America and recently graduated high school in Chicago. Ladies, if you're in the market to get hitched, find a short guy. A new study found short men marry later, make more money while in the relationship, and divorce less than their taller counterparts. Possibly because they can't see over their spouse's shoulders to eye other women. Lifetime Television has found the voice for grumpy cat Aubrey Plaza. The actress behind Parks and Recreation's April Ludgate is set to voice the surly kitty in Lifetime TV's movie Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever about a pet store cat that is perpetually overlooked and the 12-year-old girl who can communicate with her. The TV movie will premiere on November 29th. Really? A grumpy cat movie? Is it any wonder the entertainment industry is losing money nowadays? I mean, it's bad enough that they've made movies based on board games like Battleship. Oh, that was awful. But now we're creating movies based on internet memes. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news anywhere, anytime with the new Daily Dose of Weird News app. You can download it for free at dailydoseofweirdnews.com. And I make this promise to you right now, no pics ever of Grumpy Cat. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, morning, how are you? Find things in you. It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed a celibate, we rise.
one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment and yet each of us has awakened arisen uh, somehow made our ablution seen other human beings and said morning how are you fine thanks in you it's amazing wherever that abides in the human being there is the nobleness of the human spirit despite it all black and white Asian, Spanish, Native American Pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed or celibate, we rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room, just like suns and like moons, with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness upset you? (laughs) Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I'll rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh, does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. 
leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go rising. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.